Did you miss your favorite WXVU show? Have no fear, because every single WXVU show is available on demand. You heard that right, every single show. Search WXVU on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll find archives of all of our weekly shows. It's another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's V891, The Roar. And we are back, 89.1 The Roar, Tanellis Takes. We've got a few special guests on today. I don't want to waste a lot of time talking. I want to get right to that. But we got a great show today. Super Bowl's on in about four hours, and uh, let's just get right to it. So to my right, we have Michael Denton returning, episode two. Mike, say hi. Yeah, back again for a second time. And, uh, Chicago native. So Yeah, Chicago native, of course, and uh, getting ready for the Super Bowl today. Yep, yep. And to Mike's right, we have first appearance on Tanella's Takes. Pat, want to yeah, introduce good. yourself? Yeah, it's good to be here. Good to be here. Philly, we'll, we'll explain that in a second. So Mike is our Chicago representative. Pat, you follow? Philly. Philly, Philly. Yeah. Philly. Pennsylvania guy through and through. And we have Mr. Jack Lally is our also special guest. Uh, Jack, your teams are kind of weird. So. Yeah, yeah, a bit, bit, uh, bit out there. What uh, what do we got for your your favorite sports teams? What We're do you big, follow? Big Boston Red Sox guy and uh, Minnesota Vikings <laughs> fans. So. Very strange, very yeah, strange. Cross country almost. He's Yeah, yes, he's bouncing yes. around. So, obviously, kind of what we were talking about right before we started, the big story today is the Super Bowl. And me and Mike and Bob, who was on last week, we talked about a lot of the game, but there's still so many more things that we can talk about today. And uh, the first thing I want to talk about is the the um, Pat you mentioned before we started that someone put Chiefs gear on the Rocky statue. Yeah, so a fan had uh, put a Chiefs towel over Rocky and took a picture with it. So a lot of people are thinking it's gonna come and bite them. Because, yeah, and you know, a the, lot of teams have been doing it. The problem with that, yeah, is like you said, is this is kind of like a meme going around online. We see a lot is the Giants did it. They shouldn't have. I don't know who did that. They should be banned from Giants games. Seven points scored. Seven points scored, and then the Vikings did it in 2018 to, when they the, was that the NFC Championship game. It was the NFC Championship. They seven also only again. scored seven, seven points. points again. The Niners did it, and had Mike, how many points did the Niners score? I believe it was seven or ten. Yeah, it was very uh, low score. Was it seven? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was ten. No, I think it was. It, what was it? Ten, seven. They lost oh, the game. Yeah. They, well, but they, they lost the game. Eight, everybody got blown out. They lost. Everybody got blown out. Yeah. His, history tends to repeat itself. Yeah. So you also have to think about it. They did do it during the Super Bowl in 2018 too. Somebody put Patriots gear on it. They did. Oh my goodness. It what was seven is, to 31. Yeah. So, possible seven point script writing there. Um, yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on that? You can go around if you want. I'd say, well, um, do we think it was actual Chiefs fan? Because, I mean, like Travis Kelsey even said, you know, obviously they put in the towel, but he put on Twitter, I do not want to see that 87 on the Rockies. <laughs> Could it be an Eagles fan trying to reverse jinx everyone? I, I believe he actually said it in the post-game speech last week, too. He said, don't touch that bleep. <laughs> He made it very clear to not, to not mess with that. No player wants to mess with that statue after seeing what's happening. It, it's, there's a clear trend. And I, I, I'm honestly, Mike, you're really starting to convince me. I think it's just an Eagles fan. It I think it's an be, Eagles fan doing it. it. It really might be. But then again, I mean, do people just think like, I mean, everybody hates Philly right now. Because, I mean. Obviously. That's yeah, how it's always been, been. They've been the best football team this whole year. And obviously, Eagles fans everywhere love it. 
and I can't get enough oh, of it. I mean, you know, we all we have is Pat here today, who's a who's a birds guy. But you know what though? Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Mike. Pat has actually been a pretty reasonable fan this year. Yeah, I he like has been one of the easier fans to talk to you about. And as we have all encountered, you know, um, I, I forgot to mention, um, Jack and Pat also play baseball at Rosemont with me and Mike. Um, on campus, most people are Eagles fans, and most of them are insufferable. However, Pat is not – I would not put him in that category. I think you've been pretty reasonable. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still make fun of my roommate, you know. Of course. Being a Giants fan. Yeah. A little rough, but, yeah, try to try to keep calm. Pat does seem to stay quiet about his Phillies. He's, he's quiet. He's very low-key with it. He's humble, yes. and I respect that. And those, that's when they tend to do good. Yeah. I feel like that's – Absolutely, absolutely. So um, it's been hard though. Everybody's oh, just my God, the whole dude. season. Last night, dude. Oh man, oh. even last night with uh, we were all together for a team dinner, and uh, our president came over and uh, <laughs> started the, uh, the the fly eagles fly chat. I think I just fly. missed that. Yeah, you really? had just missed it. I had just missed that. I think I you posted yeah, it on your story, and I I was like two minutes after I left. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that it's it's been rough, and the worst part about it too is it's been extended a month essentially because the Phillies' whole playoff run took up the entire month of October, yes. and since then it they rolled right into Eagles the, the Eagles stuff. Yeah, I'll say you could tell. I mean, I've I've been following Philly sports, you know, since I'm out here, and you know it's fun to watch, obviously, and uh, you know everyone was saying you know Red October sacrificed everything, right? And then you know Phillies couldn't pull it off. But, you know, here we are again a couple months later and the Super Bowl, <laughs> biggest event in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it. it's certainly uh, – it's certainly – it is cool that, like, not that I want to tell everyone, I think it is cool being in a town where your teams are going to the championship. However, I hate all those teams. Yes. So, as a New York fan, as I talk about a lot on this show, which has been uh, frustrating. So – one of the other things I want to talk about, and I do want to preface this, and I think this will be a good topic we can talk about, um, some of the prop bets today. And I want to preface this by saying all four of us, we do not, we have no money on this game. We are not, we don't, yeah, we don't know sports betting. However, I think one of the fun things that goes on before the Super Bowl, and really any game, but the Super Bowl specifically, is some of these really weird prop bets. So, uh, Jack, I want to ask you first, actually, because we were talking about this the other day. Is one of the prop bets is the color of the Gatorade that's going to be dumped on the winning coach. So I know you've done a lot of research on this. Yes, so what are your thoughts? I've, I've seen a lot about this. I feel like on TikTok it's come around. Um, <laughs> I believe last year it was blue, and uh, this year I've heard that I personally would have looked at yellow. Uh, it was just last year, like. Blue, I believe you said that was your yellow. favorite for this one, yeah, right? I yeah. Yellow, like why not? with it and uh, you sent me some kind of article that lane mm-hmm. johnson came out and said like their color this year was yellow most of the year so the eagles win we're looking at a yellow uh yellow I, th- I think they actually the moved the odds because f- I, I saw it was like 40 percent of people bet on yellow and they said that the it was gonna damage like the the sports book like the, i forget i don't know it was like DraftKings or whatever like they were gonna lose a significant amount of money if because yeah. so many people put a bet on that the so right now is yellow yeah Still. yeah the odds they they move the odds I think from like three fifty to one fifty like I mean wow yeah that's yeah crazy. yeah um, Mike did you have that article up still we were talking a little bit yeah about it. um so right now actually it says um the on the sporting news article it says that uh, orange is the favorite at two fifty okay 
and then uh, and then it's yellow slash green. Oh, okay. so, so, green. so so actually that brings up another topic: is that lemon lime Gatorade yellow or green? That's probably what it is. That's is probably what no, I know. But what do you think? Do you think it's yellow or green? It's definitely yellow. It's yellow. It's yellow. Yeah, it yeah. has to be. Yellow. It's yellow. It's, it's like sure it's almost pea color. Like it's yeah. it's yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be I grotesque, but the only reason I think orange is ahead is because um it looks like. When the Chiefs won a couple of years ago, it was orange. It was, it orange. was orange Gatorade. <laughs> I can't believe yeah, people a, actually did research There's a on picture this. <laughs> on the article of Andy Reid getting splashed, splashed with, with orange, orange. in Miami. So I guess it just comes down to who do you think is going to win, and then from there you just got to research the crap out of that team's Gatorade history. Oh yeah, which is like, it's crazy. I mean, especially like you know since. Gatorade's been being poured on for a, how many years now? Forever. I feel. Oh, it's, it's, I feel like it's been every single every year. Single it's probably year. been about thirty years at least. I mean, well, I think what because Gatorade's been part of the NFL forever. It seems like yeah. At this point, and I'm sure there are people out there who literally look at the history of Gatorade pours through the oh, Super 100%. Bowl, and you know the Eagles, the couple couple times they've been there, and the Chiefs. You know they, how many times they've been there in the last couple of years? And yeah. I mean, I think it's heavy research on the Chiefs Gatorade history is um, here's my thing that I have no clue about. But is this like the Gatorade pour on coaches or is this? Yes, it's, pour, it's, is it's, it, it's, the, it's on the coaches, so, I believe. So you, yes, but I'm saying it, what if they pour it like on somebody else? That's they never. I think, I think I it's just the first. Usually, it's always the coach. It's always yeah, you the always, coach. you've always. Yeah. There will be you something. Win, you win that big championship game. It's always right on that coach. Yeah. It's and like what if, what if like the coach runs away? I don't think. Yeah. Like, like if they attempt, if they attempt to dump it, and I think if, even if they miss them, even if they miss, I think if they're trying to go for him, it reveals the color. Yeah. I mean, how can you find? I don't think you can find a Super Bowl in which they did it. Chiefs won. It was orange. Back in 2020. But I want to know what they've been rolling with this year. What well, color? Could probably find that. Yeah, I, I, don't yeah, know I say on, a, on another note here, it says um, the Gatorade No Pour, which is uh, one of the uh, is the long shot for it. Oh. Um, the three of the past four No Pours were from Patriot Victories with Belichick. Oh, that makes really? sense. Yeah. 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 So they just don't. I wonder if he, he probably comes in just, in, 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 in spring like, camp. Do not pour Gatorade on me. I hate Gatorade. Training camp every year. You pour Gatorade on me. You're not playing next year. It, it could be a thing with him. I mean, Maybe it was, was it Malcolm Butler that did it? You think that's why he didn't play the next year? <laughs> it <could have> been, <laughs> he won the game. You never know. I mean, yeah, he did win that game, but what if he was the one that poured the Gatorade? We got another another bet we could look at. Um, we got the national anthem. We got two different ones. Mm. We got the over or the under for it. It went a minute and 27. Ooh, okay. Okay. I have heard some buzz about this one. And the so one I, I hear is that, Pat, do you have the name of the – is he a country singer? I, if it's not up there, that's fine. I just, I've, yeah, I, I've heard he's a country singer, and I believe he sings slow. Was it? I believe uh, I saw on TikTok also the other day that uh, – the last was it three or four country singers that have sung it have gone have way over. All gone mm-hmm. way over. Yes. They take their time. Oh yeah, they yes. they extended out. Chris Stapleton is the singer this year. Mm. Yeah, so I'm sure there's gonna be a. Uh, I mean, part of that. I'm hammering the over on that. Oh, oh easily. Hypothetically, what, what I, I, I was it, it like two minutes and six seconds or something no, like that. No, it's a minute. No, a minute twenty-seven. Minute twenty-seven. Maybe it's a little longer, but. 
Still, I think it's under two. It should be about 127 seconds because that would be two. It's it's probably 127 seconds because it's two minutes seven seconds. Two minutes is that? I believe so. Is that what 127? Yeah, sixty. Yeah, I can't do that math. Yeah, that's yeah. Sixty, sixty, one twenty. 207s, That's a long national anthem. That's a long one. I mean, last year, I remember it was like 123. I remember having this conversation last year on the radio last year. And it was like 123, and I think the singer last year just went barely over. Yeah, I think it was really? like a couple seconds. Yeah, like it was It was barely 130. Now, I understand, you know, if Chris Stapleton's a country singer, I'm sure there's a lot of dramatic effect yes. in this. But, like, dude, 207's a long yeah. one. Yeah, that's that is long. That's bad. The National Anthem is not a long song. No, no, it's really not. I, I, you actually, can bang that I'm out pretty look, quick. I want to find out how long the original national anthem is. Um, I think most most of them are about a minute and I think ten seconds. Yeah, uh, yeah. One minute thirty five seconds. Yeah. Mm, okay. Oh wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Well, this that's, is, that's this was at the Super Bowl. Uh, was that last year? This time. Yeah, I think was this last was last year's year? Super yeah. Bowl. It was a yeah. minute thirty five. I mean, she, I forget who it was, so but a whole extra thirty seconds on it though. Yeah. I'm going that's I, I that's a lot of time. I don't think you can drag out a song that much. That's a lot. It from what I've been seeing here, it says the average is around a minute and forty seconds for a national. He's game. gonna have to add thirty seconds onto it. I mean Ooh. Biggest I'm gonna be really stage, invested. Biggest stage in that. of them all. Yeah. yeah. Like you gotta make it what you can make it. Gotta sing those vocals, man. Mm. Yeah. You gotta get them going. Wow. That's I I'm really I'm really uh I'm I'm pretty torn on that one. Yeah, that's tough. You guys, have any more up? I I didn't really. I look saw at the one uh, one of them that's kind of funny. Uh, you got which Kelsey brother oh, will yeah. be shown first mm. in the national anthem? Mm. Um, and actually, Derek brought up what if they like? There's a good chance they'll split screen it. Oh, they're so, cap- so oh, what ha- what happens? Oh what, what, my who, goodness! Yes, who comes up first though? Like, yeah, I guess. Do, I do mean, you just get your money back if if you if that happens? Like, what's what's with they're that? They're definitely split. That's got to be one of the bets, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. It's probably right now, either either one or both. Travis yeah. is favored right now. Well, I did does see have Travis odds for it. Yeah. What are the odds? Travis is minus one eighty five. Jason is plus one sixty. That's crazy. Ooh, I mean, I guess just because Travis has been. He's the better. more valuable I mean, player. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a whole he's a Hall of yeah, Fame but, tight end. You know? but, but Jason Kelsey's a Hall of Fame center. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, Kelsey, Senator I, Travis Kelsey produce uh, is he's already a, a top yes, ten yes, tight end yes, ever, yes, yes. and it's like you know, in what he's made was he nine ten years in? Yeah, probably. And how long's how long's his brother been playing? Uh, a J- long, a Jason's long Jason, longer. he's been in since the and he's like sixteen, seventeen seasons in. Really? Maybe no, yeah, he's been. I don't know that that long, but so, I think it's been. Uh, a while. Hold on, we'll look up his career. But it's like you know, they. I mean, they've both been in the NFL for. T- Way over ten years. That is something they are not going to stop He's talking 35 about. Thirty-five right oh, now. Here's a real question. I wonder if there's a bet of like twelve years. He's been in the league for twelve years. For Travis or uh, Jason? Jason Kelsey. Jason. So yeah. Travis wow. is probably 10, around nine. nine, ten. Yeah, eight, nine. But 10. I wonder if there's a bet on like how early do they show their their parents? Ooh, that's <sighs> tough. I feel yes, I could see them going. Yeah, so national anthem, right? We go. You go both the brothers, and then I feel like you could see the mom right after that. Oh yeah, that's a good. Like they're going, smart. they're going trio right there. Back. It's too oh, yeah. predictable. I mean, we've all watched enough football, yeah, enough exactly. games. That's that's pretty predictable. I think what Fox is doing the game today, right? Yep. It's uh, Greg Olson and um, no Joe Buck. No, it's really uh, Greg Olson. And what's his name? Kevin, um, leaving him out of the game. 
Burkhart. Is it Kevin Burkhart or is it? Um, is it the same? Is it is it always who's with Greg Olson that does it? Um, yeah. So okay. it's, it's Burkhart. That's um, a good crew. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they're gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah. I Greg, mean, Greg, Greg Olson. Greg Olson is. He's solid. He. This might be his last game. Of he's Fox getting now. replaced by yeah, Tom, Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, Brady. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how that's gonna work out. It's, Brady. If he, I feel like he's either gonna be like elite or he's just gonna be like. Mm. He's certainly gonna have plenty of knowledge. Oh, oh he's. Do we think oh, he turns out like a Romo? No, who, Romo's terrible. Like reading plays off the field, just seeing the oh, defense. No, Ro- Romo. Romo's, Romo's not bad. Terrible, Romo's bad. I just. I don't know here's about my that. thing: is like, he's hard to listen to. Is Tom Brady gonna be like robotic though? That's the thing. You know what I mean? No, is he, I don't. Think I don't so. think he'd be robotic. I think you. I think there's a chance he will be, just because it's just like you know, like. Here we go, point A, point B, point C. I know. Like, I think Rumble. in the last few years, especially since he left the Patriots. I mean, I don't know if you guys, you guys follow him on social media. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Like he posts, like he posts. Not is gonna sound weird, but he posts like a picture of himself in underwear oh, yeah, the other day most, yeah. to make a joke. Yeah. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> no, I think he's gonna. I think he'll. Be I good. think he has some personality now. No, 100. percent Yeah, I, I think more than he used to. Definitely. Especially since not now, now he's under Belichick, he's doing that. His own thing. And now that he's not playing football, like what is he? What is he? Doesn't even have a wife anymore. He doesn't he's care. He's gonna do exactly. whatever. But exactly. do you think he comes back? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I don't know. I, he lost 15 pounds this he's year, done. going through the divorce and trying to play. I mean, I, that took a toll on him. He did retire though, the same time as he did last Almost year. Almost the exact same time. The exact he's done. Same day. Last yeah. year, last year I didn't think he was done, and he did come back. I, I can't see a world he comes back. I think anymore. I, I mean, honestly thought he was going to give it one more before he retired. I thought he was going to find another team no. and go play one more year. He did say though, if he goes back, he's going to Tampa Bay. From what I've heard, oh yeah, I mean, it sounds like point, he like would not Bruce go Arians. anywhere else besides Tampa. I mean, he might just pull the Brett Favre and retire like three times. Yeah, no one's going to stop. He wants him. every record possible, doesn't he? Yeah, so. I'd say. I mean, he's, he's been the he's most. Gotta, sacked he's going to have to retire a couple more times then. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I say moving on. Um, I know one of the big other bets that uh, the article highlights is the post game MVP speech. Yeah. And it's um, the big bet is what does the MVP mention first? The um, the favorite is in this order: team or teammates, the city and fans, God and religion, family, coaches, or the team owner. What do you guys think about that? I think it strictly depends on who wins. Yeah. I could see. Yeah. I think. I think Hertz goes if Hertz if the Eagles win. Hertz goes God first. I do. Mm. He's. The, I think he's that type of guy. He's very religious. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, Mahomes I think would go teammates first. Mm. Yeah. That does I think make he's sense a very. Then. He's a. He's a team guy. Like he. He'll put his life on the line for a team easily. I feel like also with just the. With Philly, though, like, if anybody on the Eagles wins it, how do you not mention Philly first? Oh, my God. Those guys are so annoying with Philly. I love Philly. I love Philly. But at the same time, it's like they do, like, it's not in Philly, so they don't have that advantage, but their fans are. Yeah. Oh, I would say they, but Philly fans travel everywhere. Yeah, they do. They travel well. Oh, they always have. I mean, I feel like, though, it also kind of depends on how the game goes. Like, I feel like if it's a. If it's a close game, I feel like they're going to thank the team first for just mm. battling through it. It's, but if it's like a blowout, I mean, they might just thank the coaching staff. For they all could they be did. elsewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a great point, actually, yeah. That's a, that's a really good that point. A good point. I like that. That's a cool bet, too. I, th- there are so many, like, random props yeah, they that have, I feel like could get tricky, at least yeah. for the sports books, to keep because things could just not go at all like that, you know? I saw I saw something on Twitter where some guy placed like a dollar 
on the power to go out. <laughs> just random. <laughs> like, like, what are the odds of that? Well, yeah, I mean, but it's it like, happened. If it, 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 yeah, exactly. It's, it's happened. happened, and it's, if it happens yeah. again, that guy's walking away and never gonna have to work again in his life. So. That's great. That's actually yeah. really funny. Only losing a dollar on that one. So exactly. I wonder what the odds are on that. What the payout? Oh, it's probably a dollar. Has to be crazy. I mean, there's just no. I way. think it's not a terrible bet though. Well, the only reason we think it's not terrible. There's UFOs is... apparently all over Canada. What if they knock out the power grid yeah, in right. Arizona? <laughs> I mean, um, uh, yeah, I don't. Say it should I don't be know. Interesting. I'll say the um, here's another two that that were um, a little interesting there. Um, the one is. Um, will a player propose after the game? Oh, since money line and it's or not obviously money line. <laughs> money line. <laughs> I'm hammering that bet. I was say because um you know obviously it's Sunday and yeah. this Tuesday is the big Valentine's Day. It happens every year, and I mean it's like you know it's a, one of the biggest achievements any athlete can get in their life. Now I believe I want to say it was Marcus Valdez Scantling. His wife I think last night went into labor. This yes. morning this her morning. water broke, yes. and Jason Kelsey, his wife has two doctors sitting with her yes, at the game. At yes. the game, yeah. That's this some... could be the ultimate Kelsey bowl. This How is... does this happen every year? How is there always someone's wife about to give birth at every Super Bowl? You're telling me I don't want to get too specific, but you don't plan around that at all if you're a professional well, athlete. Let's see. Like this, this is the game of your life. Nine months before this. This is the game of your life. January, you're looking at what? I guess they're, you know. Mid, no, early summer. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you like, could, yeah. May. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. like, especially from the, I don't know. I mean, I know that's a really weird thing yeah, to bring I mean, up, but, like, still, I mean, this happens every year. You're on vacation in the middle of May. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. I, mean, I just, that would drive me nuts. Imagine trying to get ready for the Super Bowl, and meanwhile, your wife at any moment could just have your child. Imagine having to pick between the Super Bowl and the birth of your child. I mean, come on, think about it. It happened during uh, the college football playoffs. Oh, with RG3, right? RG3. Yeah, but he was announcing. He could leave. It's still another example of that yeah, happening. Yeah. But, like, right the field. imagine being Jason Kelsey. This could be the last game of your life, and it's the Super Bowl, and your wife is gonna might have to give birth during it. You know, I mean, you can't leave during the game, but, like, you're going to miss your child's birth. I mean, that is, a lot of, that is another thing. A lot of people think if they nuts. win – does he retire? Does uh, he yeah. stay for another year? I was going to mention that. I think if they win tonight, he's done. I do. I think it's the ultimate thing. You go out on top. What yeah, a better way you, to go out. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Why wouldn't you? Oh, exactly. Ride the pony into the sunset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what better way is there to go? Win a Super Bowl. It's like exactly. what Peyton Manning did. I mean, he barely he limped to the finish line, but he did, and yeah. he got there. Got to finish the career strong. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll say one of the last um, props that we're going to look at today is uh, the Super Bowl commercials. What is the first chip company commercial that will air? Wow. wow. What a great – what are the odds on that? Nuts. So I'm going the, Doritos. Yeah. I feel like that's too – that's probably – that's got to be a favorite, Lays is a good right? one, too. Yeah. Lays so is a sleeper. The okay, favorite is Doritos, mm-hmm. and then the only other option that's on here is Pringles. No really? Lays. Wow. Yeah, Lays isn't even. Is on there an here. other option? Like just an other um, that's. It's the only one that they have on here Pringles. right now. Pringles. I don't even know if Pringles did commercials. Now. No, they usually. Well, no, I feel like they do. Yeah. I was, you, I, you see the character often. It's yeah. I mean, not often though. Not often, but I feel like we've seen it in past. Well, you know, Doritos yeah. is gonna be there today. Oh, no, yeah. they every yeah. year they do yes. a commercial. Oh, that's yeah. not even a question. But. Are I mean, yeah, I mean, how's like Tostitos not even there? 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I agree with like that. Like, even, even, like, think about it, because if they just advertise, like, salsa. Like, Everyone's eating Tostitos, Tostitos tonight. Everyone. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chips and salsa. Tostitos is making appetizer. bank tonight. Yep. With yes. the with chips, wings, everything. Like, mm-hmm. like maybe when were they advertising that? It's like, oh, look, you already have our products. Exactly. It's already in yeah, your house. Yeah. You already bought you're, it. You're eating it right now. <laughs> you're eating it as you watch this commercial. <laughs> yeah. Best party chip, though, is definitely that hint of lime. Oh, I'm not a big that. fan of the lime. Oh, no, no, it it's amazing. I'm not a big fan of the lime. It's such no. a good. Chip. You go just the, the normal ones. I could eat a, four bags of those. Plain too. You don't even really That's need salsa saying. sometimes. Yeah, oh, I never go. I don't even go sauce with that. I just yeah. go chip. Queso is pretty good though. Queso lime. Yeah. Pat, what, 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 you're the tiebreaker. Well, not really the tiebreaker, but where are you at with the lime? With those the Tostito lime chips. I think it does add a good little like hint of flavor to it. I mean, it's not bad, but I mean, you could eat them either way. Not I mean, yeah, I've I had them. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna split on that two to two. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of those. That I think that might be my favorite one we've talked about. The first chip commercial. That's Definitely. A good one. Now yeah. that's the other thing. Some of the Doritos probably has one of the best Super Bowl commercials of all time. Which one? The, the time box one. Oh yeah. That's wait that's wait a great wait commercial. wait. I'm, where I the forget. kid like gets in the time box like he's playing on the neighbor's lawn and he makes like a cardboard box. I he think he like goes a time in machine, it. Right? Yeah yeah, and then he, the neighbor comes back outside after the kid's gone. And the kid comes out and he's like an adult or something, something like that. I, what? Do you remember what Super that was? Bowl that was, was a while ago. That was. I feel like it wasn't that long ago though. It, it was probably like five, six years ago. Yeah, I remember. It was a really good one. It was. That was a There's good. Some that was ones. a commercial. I mean, even thinking about commercials, how do you feel about the Mets getting a comer- Super Bowl commercial? The Mets have a Super Bowl commercial. Sure the well, Mets they couldn't pay Carlos Correa, so what else? Are, they yeah. got to spend money somehow. <laughs> do you know the details of the commercial? Or is that out there? I don't know the details, but they have showed like little clips of it. And it's basically just a bunch of the Mets players in an office, like kind of like a, how the Sports Centers. Oh, old, I love those! Uh, like the, this is Sports Center. Like, oh, yeah, that's kind of how it is with what? the Mets. It's like Lindor and all them sitting at different office cubicles, no like talking way. on the phone. I didn't. I hadn't heard of that. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty. Yeah. Man, why do the Mets either. do everything right now? I don't understand. Why? Why? Why does a team that I hate have to be so likable? When your owner has the money, I mean... And he actually likes his team? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> He's out there just to collect a check? <laughs> yeah. I say, I mean, they're, they're tired of being the second team in New York. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Subway I mean, series. I think this is probably their year to over overtake the Yankees, at least for being the best team in the, in the, yeah, in the, the town. The Yankees don't yeah. have as strong of a lineup this year, Not I Not even close, yeah. No. But their pitching is going to keep them in this year. You know what? I'm I want to go one. into baseball after this. We're going to take yeah. a quick break. I think we can – first of all, that was a great talk. I love Super Bowl prop bets. That was awesome. We did uh, miss one now that I'm thinking about it. Well, we missed one? Rob Gronkowski field goal. He is oh, kicking oh, it. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, biggest commercial that will be on air tonight, right. and it's live. We're going around. I want this on record right now. We're going to go around the horn. We'll start with you, Jack. Is he making – wait, wait, wait. And I like to preface. So how far is the field goal? I believe it's – Either twenty, I think it's just an extra point. Like it's it's either forty yards or an extra point, which I believe an extra point is thirty-three yards. And it's a commercial, is it, or is it live? It's live. It's It's live live on the field. It's a live commercial. Oh, it's a commercial. That's right, because it's a live bet that they do it. Isn't it through FanDuel or something? Yeah, FanDuel is like dishing out like over ten million dollars into it or something like that. Yeah, that's right. Okay, all right, Jack, you're first. Is Rob Gronkowski hitting the the field goal today? He is. Banging it! Wow. He okay. Is straight through the uprights. Pat, what do you got? Hundred percent. I feel like he is gonna make it, but it's just gonna go in. Like gonna sneak through? That would. That's 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 a good one. I think that'll happen. I think I, that's pretty. I don't, I don't know. Oh man, I don't know, Mike. Where are you at? I'm kind of torn. 
He's gonna doink it in. He's gonna doink it in. Yeah, yeah you and Pat are kind of the same Imagine spot. Like a double doink, like yeah, no, nice double Cody, doinking nice in. Cody Parky episode. <laughs> Mike's no. having flashbacks right now. Yeah, you see, I think I really think he's gonna hit an upright, and it's just gonna go right in. Yeah. So we're three zero. He makes it. If it's just an extra point, maybe if it's a forty yard field goal, there's no That's chance. Shot, there's dude. no chance. I don't think people have realized like how far that it's actually so is. So far, um, and um. But I think if it's an extra point, I'm gonna go no. I'm gonna go no. I don't think he's making Interesting. it. We'll go three one. I don't okay. think four. We're not go four. I'll go, I'll go no. He's he's gonna miss wide left. Wide left. Okay. Wide left. That's on record. Big like he's wide pull, wide yeah. left or like, like just barely. Wide wide left. I think oh, he's so gonna, like, so like, like gonna shank it. Blair Walsh yeah. like Blair oh, yeah. Walsh wide left. <laughs> yeah. No he's bad. He's not even gonna get passing. Yeah, Brett Maher. Absolutely. Gotcha. Gotcha. One more thing, I think we are talking about is Boston Scott touchdown. He's not playing the Giants, so the chances are much lower. Do we think he gets a touchdown tonight? Boston Scott. Now, you know, I, I don't, but part of me thinks yes, even though I personally don't. But I saw a TikTok literally minutes before we came in here, and some guy on TikTok was like, guy walked up to me in the bar, looked at me, and goes, Eagles money line, Boston Scott touchdown, and walked out. That was it. So <laughs> I don't think he does, but I there is a lot of uh, there's there's steam buzz on it. there. Yes. there's buzz there. Yes, Pat, what do you think? In Boston Scott, I say no, but I do say I think Kenneth Gainwell gets a touchdown. Yeah, I do too. After these past two games, he's been running the ball extremely well. He has well. been. Yeah, he has been. I mean, they they're gonna give it to him in the goal line at the goal line. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't if he's understand gonna... how a five eight running back is their goal line running back. And I he's don't been either. Effective. Especially especially when you have Hurts. I, he's the third option. Sanders is probably the better goal line running back. And also you have Jalen Hurts, who's gonna if they're on like the two yard line, they're just gonna push Hurts forward. And I mean they did it twice last. But I think I believe they did it twice last week where they were on like the three. And Hurts pushed forward. He was still on the three. They line up again, same exact formation, and they pushed him in that. Quarterbacks need some of the most effective plays, I think, in the NFL. Oh, I think it's like an 80% yeah. Yeah. Like, effect. I don't know the number. Yeah. gets their pad level lower. Goal yeah, goal absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And when the offense knows exactly what they're doing, yeah. you get low first. Like, yeah. yeah. Mike, what you were saying something before I said? I forget. Um, yeah. The Back to Gainwell real quick. I mean, he's had, what, 100 rushing yards? He had 100 last week, yeah, and he had, like, 80 or 90. Yeah, he's just – they've been, like – he's been so effective. Yeah. And I think it's just because of how small he is. Yes. You know, yeah. He like, could fit into the gaps that Miles Sanders can't because yep. Miles Sanders is a little buffer. I yeah. remember talking about to Bob about this yeah, last it's week. Just, it's crazy how it's, like, he's been so effective. And it's, like, it makes you think, like, are the Chiefs going to be able to shut that down? Yeah. I mean, they, got, a, they do have some big dudes on the line, though. Chris Jones is a dog. Oh, yeah. He's gonna be. He's that X factor on that defense, big time. I'll say the big story. I feel like is are the Chiefs gonna be able to hold them to like two hundred or less rushing yards? Yeah, because they have been running the ball all year. Yes, they are. They have. I just think that the Chiefs are gonna commit to the run and look at it like if Jalen Hurts could beat us passing, good for him. I think that's kind of the mindset they're looking at. Because I, I, I think their run defense is weak. I mean, their defense isn't great, but it's – they have enough – what's the word I'm looking for? They have enough, like, grit where they're not in, – in big games, they show up. Yeah, 100%. So. 
I'll say, I mean, the Chiefs have been there how many times now exactly. in the last couple of years? They, yeah, they're, what, they're a lot of experience. Five, five Tons of experience. And this Eagles AFC. team is very, not I wouldn't say very inexperienced, but inexperienced. In they're inexperienced, but they don't seem afraid, uh, Yes, though. yes, they exactly. They seem very They're, they're a very aggressive team. Nick Sirianni is a very high-level coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He got snubbed for coach of the year. I don't think no. so. No, no, I mean, no, Dable no, no. is – the Giants are projected to win, like, a game and a half Yeah, this year, no, so. it, that – I'm sorry. That should have been Dable yeah. easily. I don't know. All right, we were gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Um, maybe we'll leave with baseball. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll discuss during the break here. What we're gonna talk about, but uh, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Um, WXVU is proud to announce that we are nominated for five different 2022 to 2023 IBS, which is the intercollegiate, the International Collegiate Broadcasting System Media Awards, including Best Overall Station. It's because of listeners like you that this recognition was possible. The winners will be announced at the IBS conference in New York City later this month. Full details are at WXVU.org. Strolling in the park, watching winter turn to spring. Walking in the dark, seeing lovers do their thing. University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. 
On this week's Morning Roar, the crew broke down their current satisfaction with the dining service options. I do think they're improving a lot. And the Cafe Nova is undisputedly the best food on campus. Oh, yeah. 100%. And they've added more pizzas. There's now buffalo chicken and something else. I think I just have to stop only eating at St. Mary's then. Our special guest this week was Rachel Batista, president of the MLK Day of Service Organizing Committee, who talked about how the 16th annual Day of Service at Villanova unfolded. We had 200 people go off campus, but it was a variety of cleaning, painting, helping children, helping like residents at a home. And we even broke down the best songs from the 80s. According to a consultation with nine expert websites. Sweet Dreams are made of this by The Eurythmics, Take On Me by AHA, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses, Africa by Toto, and Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Take On Me should not be on this list. Wow. I'm sorry. It's just a meme song. Nobody legitimately enjoys Take On Me. Nah, I think you might I, be I right, think you're on right. One. The Morning Roar, WXVU's weekly morning show, is live Friday at 8 a.m., streaming on YouTube and available on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Business and Entertainment Society is dedicated to teaching students the various aspects of the entertainment field related to music, movies, TV, and sports. The Business and Entertainment Society brings various speakers on campus to talk to students about real-life situations in the entertainment industry. Contact Professor Fiorenza at david.fiorenza at villanova.edu for more information. They are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Clouds will be around for your Sunday with a slight chance of a shower or a high of 46. A chance of showers tonight with cloudy skies overnight, a low down to 34. We'll see mostly sunny skies for your Monday, high of 55 degrees. And mostly sunny for your Valentine's Day Tuesday, a high of 52. This is your smooth jazz weekend. Thanks for listening to V891, The Roar.
are back. Tanellis Takes, 89.1 FM. A lot of guests today. We have another one on the phone, Ethan Ostad. I hope you can hear me from here. I'm not too far from the phone. Ethan, say hi to the people at home. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Doing good, Ethan. Ethan is another Rosemont baseball player making his debut <laughs> on the air today. And um, so I'll let Mike start. Um Mike, big trade was when when this trade happened today. Last um, night. Last, last night, night, yeah, last night about seven eight o'clock. I want to say the uh, Oakland A's sent AJ Puck, um, one of their high prospects, a lefty who's been in the show for a little bit. Um, they sent him over to the Miami Marlins for JJ Bleday. Um, so I don't know who wants to take away on that one. I mean, it's, I feel like it's good for both teams because I mean the A's in a rebuilding phase get a nice young left-handed hitting outfielder who's going to have an upside with pop and everything and then the Marlins get a left-handed reliever who's high 90s with a wipeout slider and kind of got that funky lefty yeah. delivery so I mean it's good for both teams I mean it's AJ Puck you know he, he's one of their hot prospects the last couple of years right yeah. for the uh, A's and they had him as a starter didn't really work out too well now they put him in the pen I mean I think it's kind of like they're just kind of just dropping them at this point. They're hoping, you know, obviously Miami wants him to be a dominant arm in the pen, but, you know, I don't know how effective he is, to be honest. And J.J. Bleday, I think, will be a um, very solid outfielder wherever he is. It just seems like the A's have really given up in the last few years on just trying to be competitive. They averaged – I think 10,000 people a game. The the Philly single A team, which is 10 minutes from my house, averages 9,000 people. That's bad. Well, I mean, they're, they're a small market ball club, so it's kind of hard to. No, I, yeah, I get that, but like. The little money that they do have. You should not be getting outclassed by a single A baseball team. That should never even be a question. And I understand the A's don't have a lot of money, but then you should sell your team if you can't put a competitive team on on the field and if you're not going to try to I mean the A's do this every so often they get competitive for a couple of years make a playoff make a wild card they lose and then instead of trying to keep anyone they just trade them all off and it's a firestorm and it's just like like how disenfranchised would you feel if you're a fan of the Oakland A's you know your team doesn't really care that much about winning sure they think it's good to win once in a while but like like the ownership's okay with losing 100 games for like four years in a row like, with no real plan, you know. Like when the Astros did it, there was a plan, and now look at them—they're they were winning for six years in a row, and they pay everyone. They're paying their guys. The, Must be nice. The the, or, <laughs> the Orioles, another team, they lost four hundred games for four years in a row, but like their roster is loaded now, and they're going to be really good for the next few years, and then they probably won't trade everyone away the first time they lose. Like, I don't know. I just they were, they were a fringe wild card team. Year. They yeah they they were close last year I think this year they'll probably make a playoff spot but like that's a team where it's like they they were tanking but there was a purpose the A's just kind of go off into the abyss for a while and then they find some guys and then they get kind of competitive and then they blow it up again because they're cheap and I think it's just a shame like I'm just lucky I'm no I'm just lucky I'm not a fan of a team that just they don't care they don't you're in a crappy stadium that's a dump. <laughs> You've been there. You've been. It, it. I don't know. It's just very frustrating. So, Ethan, how do you, how do you feel about these uh, the A's and some other basement dweller teams? Uh, 
I mean, you know, being a Cubs fan, that's I uh, I definitely get what he's saying because uh, that's what it that's what it seemed that the Cubs were doing, just putting a 500 ball club out there. You know, I mean, we won a championship, and then after that, they didn't really have a plan what they were gonna do. So I, I get I definitely get what Nick's saying there. Um, I feel like a lot of these owners are just happy that they're owning a baseball team. You know, um, yeah. they, they just they're they're happy to be doing what they're doing. Um, that's what I feel like. You know, like we we talked about that in the past with the the Cubs and the and like the Ricketts. You know, they're not gonna sell the team as long as they're making money. Um, so I feel like these like with the A's in particular, these these little spurts they have where they make wild like you know make a wild card push or playoff push. Um, they're happy with that because it's like oh we made a little bit of money this year. Uh, let's let's try again in a couple of years. Um, that's where I, I don't know. I guess that's kind of how I feel about it. But I get I get what he's saying for sure. Yeah, I'd say it's as a huge baseball guy. It's just it it is annoying to see some teams where they're just like I just could never imagine being a fan of a team. Well, I mean, that's you know you're not gonna give up on your team like that. But just like how frustrating that is. They yeah. just don't invest. Yeah. yeah, not everyone can be the Yankees. I know. Yeah. I I get that, but like. Look, look how cool it is to be a Mets fan right now. Obviously, they had quite the turnaround, but you have an owner. Even if he didn't have the most money, that dude loves the Mets. And yeah. he wants to – all he cares about is the Mets. And obviously, he has four times the amount of money than every other team combined. But that's not really the point. Like, all he cares – they're having – like, Pat, you mentioned before, they're doing a Super Bowl commercial yeah. for his team. He, like, like, how cool is that? I mean, I don't know. I just think it's just frustrating. You know, if you're a billionaire and you're telling me you can't pay for these guys when you can, you're just cheap. It's just, it. it's just annoying. It's Tell just annoying. me about it. You're just cheap. Well, I mean, going off that, like, I mean, with the A's and talking about how, like, possibly selling the team, how do we feel about expansion teams mm. and realigning the divisions? It's not broken. Don't fix it. Yeah, I, I could see the expansion teams. I don't think moving the divisions is smart. I th- I think that would just cause way too much chaos, and it would create way too much but the change thing is, for the game for so many years that it'll lose people. If you do bring in, sorry, what was Ethan saying? Go ahead, Ethan. I think the expansion idea could be a fun idea. So do I. Like like you know me me and you talked about this, Mike. You know having a a Cubs Sox. Uh, like you know, playing each other for the division title, I think that could be a fun thing to do, Absolutely. a fun thing to have. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I I agree with what you guys are saying with the expansion team idea. That could cause a lot of chaos. Um, I don't think that the MLB really needs another expansion team. There is, you know, we're already playing at 162 games a season. Add yeah. another team into the mix, you know, that's gonna that might throw off a lot of stuff in my opinion. But like I was saying, I think the, like you know the realignment idea, would, I think, would be beneficial. It definitely would change a lot of things, but I will say that, to your, your point, Mike, if it's broken, don't fix it. All they do is change stuff in baseball, whether we yeah. like it or not. And I don't think all those changes have been bad, even if I know I've been against a lot of them because I don't like change. But then it's like for we had the one wild card team for like eight years, and now there's two wild card teams. Yeah. Now, like how much – I think that's a better system. Even if it's not classic baseball like some of us like, it's more interesting – my only thing I'm against with the expansion teams is as we were talking about with a team like the A's, and they're not the only ones. The Rockies are another one, right? I, I saw this thing Diamond with the Rockies, Bats. the Diamondbacks. Well, yeah, they're, they're building something, but still another, you know, kind of whatever situation there. The Rockies signed two people. this ent- Like, on their entire roster, they added two people, and their owner says, yeah, we did a lot this offseason, and we were going to get better. One of them, I believe, was Connor Siebel, who is awful. 
from experience I've had with him, awful. Who? Really? Connor Seabold. From the Red Sox. From the Red Sox. Oh, what, what, so I like watched him get lit up. Oh, you're talking about in the player. Person, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, in yeah. In person, yeah. He, I watched him get just just barrels, found barrels. Even off that, I mean, Milwaukee was a team this offseason that I think didn't really pay anybody, but then the only thing they did was make a trade to get Jesse Winker and send Colton Wong to the Mariners. Yeah, that's another one, too. I feel like the, the Brewers, like – They've been building for the last few years, but they just haven't. I think they're kind of handcuffed by that Christian Yelich contract, but still, they need to I change the scenery. They got to. Oh, I yeah. think they got to trade him. As, mu- as much as it hurts him, contract, I'd take that contract. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you also have. You also he's got have the upside. No it's it's the upside. Yeah, we do. Yoshida. Oh yeah, but it's just the upside that comes with Yelich. I think is why they're holding on to him because it's uh, it's. After the couple the, down he years. The back end of that, though. Like, he had the one great year, and then he fell off the face of the earth, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, he had two. He yeah, had I think two it was MVP. three. It was no, three. it was, so, his, was it well, last not, year in Miami? 19 was his MVP Yeah, year. last year in Miami, he was great. Was 18. 18 yeah. was the MVP And then 18 year. MVP. 19, he barely. 19, barely that's, at the end of the season, it was between him and Bellinger, and he got hurt with maybe 30 games left. Right, yeah. And so, Bellinger obviously took the lead over that, and then he just hasn't been the same since injury. And at this point, like, you know, the back end of his contract, you know, nobody wants an MVP contract with a guy who's not playing like an MVP. Absolutely. I mean, even thinking about that, both those guys but go from being MVP contenders in 2019 to now both of them are with – well, Yelich isn't with a new team, but Bellinger's going to a new team trying to get a fresh start because he hasn't He's been trying to hang since. out for dear life right now. That kind of reminds me that – remember that commercial MLB made a few years ago? Like, instead of playing horse, they are playing MVP. Yeah, trying to yes, help yes, runs yes, like in yes, BP yes. and whatever, I and do remember that commercial. now both those guys stink, which has only been it's only been <laughs> three years, four years since then. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I'll say uh, last uh, last thing I last last thing I want to ask you, Ethan. Um, how do you feel about Cody Bellinger being a Cub? You know, now he's in the same division as Yelich. Um, you know, how do you think it's going to happen? Uh, me personally, I honestly was not a big fan of that signing. I know a lot of people, a lot, a lot of my friends back home, a lot of favorite members who are Cubs fans, they were happy with that signing. I think it was just a big-name signing to get people to the ballpark. Um, yeah. I don't think he's the same caliber player he was. I really, I hope he proved me wrong. I really do hope he has an, a great season with us. But um, I feel like uh, that kind of, it was like yeah, it was just like a publicity thing, get people to the, get people in the stands, people in the ballpark. Um, I also kind of feel the same thing with Dansby Swanson because they already had a shortstop. Oh my god, Mika I forgot Warner. they signed Dansby Swanson. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you have Mika Warner, who's just you know he's kind of somewhat new to the league and he's got this uh, tremendous upside. I don't, I didn't see the point in signing another shortstop. It's like yeah, they're moving into second base, but we already had a couple guys that can play second base alongside of Nico. So I feel like a lot of these signings are just publicity things, getting people into the ballpark. But like I was talking about earlier, so that you know the team can make money. Um, so I don't know. I feel like it was a whole publicity thing. Yeah, I, I sadly I agree with you on that. I mean, I know you've been a proud preacher of the you know the Chicago Cubs are going to be the definition of five hundred this year. Yeah, they, they, I could definitely see them going strictly eighty-one and eighty-one. Oh yeah. Because we don't we don't have any pitching. I mean, we have Marcus Stroman, who's you know I don't think he's an ace. I think he's a, a two or a three. I think he's a low tier ace. Wrong, he's like he's a not, three. He's not a number one guy. And we also have Kyle Hendricks on the back end of his career where he's, you know, he hasn't been a hard-throwing guy. He was sitting, you know, 87, 89. Now he's probably sitting 85 to 87. So he's lost it a little bit. He's getting up there. Um, I think the main thing we should have did was bring in some really good pitching. I mean, yeah, we got, you know, a couple, a couple of good guys. Um, Signed Talion. Talion. But we got, we got a, 
we got a lot of time before we're back to where we were in 16. Yeah, for sure. I'll say um, thanks for hopping on today, Ethan. Uh, yeah, say, no problem, boys. It's great I to talk know. about Cubs baseball. When Ethan <laughs> gets here in person, we will probably be talking a lot of racing. So we'll 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 keep that as our little preview for that. I don't want to go into that now, but um, Ethan's big into F1 and racing. I think that'll be a good, um, just like racing episode. Yeah, good uh, pre preseason uh, preview coming up soon. Yeah, we'll, we will keep that for my in person debut. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you for joining us, today, Ethan. Yeah, it was nice talking to you, boys. See you guys later. See you, buddy. Yeah, no, I believe that that's a good assessment of the Cubs. I want to circle back to the realignment thing. Um. Yeah. So this, I I think it would be cool. Uh, here's the thing: if they bring in an expansion team, they have to realign because you're not gonna have a division or two with six teams. You'd have to that, or you'd have to add six new teams, which is absurd. It's never gonna happen. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why that's I just don't think they do it. It was from Jim Bowden, so he had basically said that there would be two more expansion teams. Yeah. One would be in Charlotte, and one would be in Nashville. And it would basically turn the MLB into kind of like how the NBA is structured. Like there would be a Western Conference and an Eastern Conference. And then basically, I mean, some of the divisions, like you have the Midwest Division, which is Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, Twins. Um, you have one with the West. It's Angels, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, and Padres. That'd be a great division. That'd be great. I mean, then some of the East, like, I mean, you got Red Sox, Mets, yeah, Yankees, about a great Phillies. That would be amazing. Would, Imagine playing each all, other. All, like, every single one of those teams can be capable of winning 100-plus games. Now, yeah, that's the only problem is I feel like the balance of power yes, shifts that, that's, a that's, lot. Because there's a lot yeah. of divisions that are really stacked. packed with a few teams, and then there's, like, ones that are, like, the or- mid-Atlantic division is Orioles, the Charlotte expansion team, the Pirates, and the Nationals. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah. The Orioles are dominating that division the for the Orioles next 10 years. Yes and no, because the, the Charlotte t- – but that, but at the same time, how how do you add that team? Oh, like what kind of – where, like, where, where are you getting these players from? They'd have to do like an NHL draft. Yeah, know? like the they, would, they would have to have the A first like 10 drafts. Off. Like what, what do you well, – how do you go yeah. about that? Yeah, I would say um, – my dad who's listening back home in Chicago, uh, he did mention here that there's no way expansion is going to happen until the A's and Rays solidifies franchises. I, I agree. I think so, too, and I think the way that that's going to happen is they're going to move. Both teams are going to move. You know what would be great happens. is if instead of adding two more teams, just send those two to Nashville and Charlotte. Yeah, that's I mean, a good point, too. I think it would make sense for but, the Rays, but, but then again, like, the A's, they're already, aren't they playing games in Vegas this year? They're pretty much going to go to Vegas. That's like, yeah. they're, they're doing a couple games there this year. It's kind of more of an if as opposed to a or a part of a when as opposed to an if. Yeah. Um. But I think if you know what, maybe they don't end up doing Charlotte. Maybe they just send the race to Nashville. I he- I hear more of race to uh, Montreal or like that's back back that's, to Canada. I've heard a lot of about the race going to Canada. The big problem with that is Olympic Stadium, yeah. right? Stinks. That's been there since what it opened in the seventies. And I'm pretty sure it has not been renovated. Yeah. And there's just no way that it could host a modern uh, facility for an MLB team. That, any that, and I just don't think that the Rays are such a small market team where it's like if they were like – if they had a Mets kind of guy, he'd be like, all right, we're knocking down this, we're knocking down this building. They just stadium. don't have we'll that. Ownership. They, don't, they don't have that kind of money to do no. it. They don't. I think for them, especially like moving to Nashville, where you know it's one of those up and coming cities in America. Be a great place. And I mean, even the tight the Titans are getting a new stadium. Yeah. You know? 
Um, I'm not sure if that's completely finalized yet, but I know there's been renderings all over the internet, and like it looks like they want to host a Super Bowl in the next ten years there. Yeah. And if they can do that, It'll probably then, be sooner. Oh yeah, but oh, if yeah. they can do that, the Rays like there's a source of money right there. You can go to Nashville and get yourself a brand. They new could stadium. also end up selling yeah. the team and move simultaneously. Yes. So yes. they could move to Nashville and through during that process, I'm sure post the team. Up yeah. To be yeah. Sold. Yeah. My only thing with that is, would that shake up the AL East? Because now you have a team up in Tennessee. Is that is that too far for someone? Like it's closer of anything, right? Because I mean, they're all the way. In, they go all the way to Florida. Bay. Well, but then that takes away a Florida team. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you still have the Marlins. Yeah, you have the Marlins, and no one really goes to race yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is like another one of those teams that it's like they. The past couple of years, they've actually been extremely. They're well managed. They've, they've been, play, been a they've very been good. good ball club, but they still don't have you've anything. You've seen the decline this year, where it's kind of like, oh yeah, they'll. I feel like they're gonna start being that like, eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven win team con- see, consistently. Just to state the, um, f- two Florida teams. Are in they're both in the bottom ten in attendance every yeah. year. Every year, yes, every year. And you would it's a think, little surprising for Miami. Yeah, I mean, you would think you know Miami's pretty big baseball town. I mean, with all of you know, all you have everyone in Florida and like just Latin baseball in general mm-hmm. down there. It's huge, but it's like they just don't get people to show goes to games down there. Yeah. I they don't have enough superstars. If you're going to a game down there, it's only going to be like spring training. People are going down to see their team play at spring training. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, even when they did have superstars, they had John Carlos Stanton. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, even then, no one showed. They had him. They he had MVP. Yelich. They had uh, D Gordon. Strange. They had D Gordon. They had J T Romuto. Yeah, Jose Fernandez. Jose, Jose Fernandez, Fernandez when he was a he when was he a was dog. yeah. They had you know even if they weren't a great team, they had guys you could go and watch. And even then, their their attendance was nothing. Yeah. I miss those orange uniforms, by the way. Those those uniforms never got enough love. I love those. <laughs> they their uniforms now are terrible. I hate. That. I mean, the City Connect ones are pretty cool. I the uh, City Connect's pretty good. Yeah, I'll say low. They're bringing the throwbacks back. Yeah, I saw. Oh, yeah, I, they, I actually just saw that the green, yeah, the, the, the teal green. Yeah. yeah. I'll say the kind of transition here. I mean, I think the most attended game in Miami in the last well at the new stadium that they're in that they've been in for about ten years now. The most attended game was those World Baseball Classic games. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. And I feel like that's in a lot of stadiums, though, because these World Baseball Classic games, they get a lot people. of people goes to them. Yeah, yeah. I go to one of those. You know, much, on, remember you know how fun that probably be? With San Diego is popping for that. Oh my god! Yeah. All over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Center field. I yeah. Mean. Yeah. So yeah. San Diego was was loved. They loved it there. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Um, I think just moving on to like WBC. Obviously, uh, the official rosters were dropped. Um, was it? Yesterday, two days ago. Two days now, ago. Two, two, two days, days ago. ago. Yeah. Captain yeah. Mike Trout. I say yeah. <laughs> Captain Mike Trout. Captain Trout. Stay heading, healthy. Heading the uh, American team, and I yep. mean, it's just crazy to see like you know the superstar rosters. Yeah, it's crazy. That's that's like the. The Dominican Republic is insane. <sighs> yeah. They're loaded. This those well, those might be the two most talented teams in the history of the WBC. Oh, cra- yeah. it's crazy. Since they've done this tournament, I mean, what this will be what the fifth installment of it. Um, I believe it is. I believe this is the yeah. fifth one. Yeah, I mean the the Team USA team, and the I honestly think the Dominican team. It actually, I was looking. Even at the Puerto odds. Rico's good too. Puerto Rico's another going. Japan is really Japan's good. Really solid. 
the thing the Dominican team actually is um, I was looking at the odds for it is um, better they're favored at yeah. over the U.S. because I, I think they, they're pitching I think they have pitching yeah I was yeah. going to say I think they have more pitching the U.S. like they obviously have all of the like sluggers and all yep. the bats but it's like they didn't get that many pitching no they, they never do even even the years before like the last uh, what yeah. was it their 2017 ace yeah. Yeah. their yeah. ace was Stroman and they had Tanner Rourke Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they both did great, though. Yeah, they did. So you see, like these just random guys just out of nowhere Ian in the Kinsler World Baseball. Run in that game. The World Baseball year. Classic, dude. Like you'll see these guys that like you haven't heard of in a while. All of a sudden, they just start raking. Like Eric Hosmer, yeah. dude. He had a monster WBC. Adam Jones was a, was like Adam their Jones, best player, yeah. I think. I mean, even though their closer that year was Tyler Clipper. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's, I was going to say that. Tyler I forgot Clipper, about that, like, Tyler uh, Clipper. <laughs> that was their guy that year. And that's it's crazy. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah that their pitching just – they never have enough pitching. No. no I, I think guys are just afraid to commit just because it's it's so early and you're, you're pitching with a lot of intensity. You and also like, see a lot of guys hurt. drop out right before because it's – Two weeks before spring training, and yeah. it, car- it well, carries two weeks into before sp- the season. Actually, yeah, that spring, too. Spring training, you know, everyone's starting to report. Um, I believe this next coming week or the week after. Yeah, it's it's this and it's this coming. Yeah, week. this yeah. week. Yeah, everyone's starting to report, and you got a month until you're actually playing like baseball. highly competitive. Yes, world baseball. I mean, those WBC ones. Yeah, they they get you ready though for the season. They do, I but it's, it's just the risk of injury. Some teams don't oh, yeah. don't yeah. want that. I know. I've seen stuff. They're trying to. A lot of teams have been trying to convince their guys to not play. A lot yeah. of guys have dropped. Yeah. I, I believe Acuna was one of them that he's, dropped. He's but no, he's back. Oh, is he? He's announced that he is going to play for Venezuela in the WBC. Okay. Wow. But you his, hmm? the, remember you want to talk about this baseball reference? Oh Acuna? yeah. Another yeah. thing about that. So from 2021, when the Braves had won the World Series, every player on the roster on their baseball reference has gotten the 2021 World Series. Oh, I saw that. I did see that. I did see that. I think that's just coincidental. I did see some things on Twitter, actually, though, about him, like that both sides are a little shaky, uneven right now, and that they're, they're, like, not happy with the contract, but it's... What are you gonna do? The kid came up as a superstar, and he it, signed the contract. Exactly. At the end of the day, of he wrote kid, he wrote like, his name on the. He band. was an adult. He signed a contract. They do for it with million everyone. Dollars, every like. single guy. They do it with every single guy that comes up through their system. They have oh, a yeah. insane rookie year. Here's the pen and paper. Did they sign Michael Harris? Yet? Yep. They did. They signed yeah. Michael Harris. <sighs> they, uh, they got a they got a good deal. On yeah, it was eight years, like ninety million. That yeah. could be up to like one hundred twenty. Yeah, and he had an insane, He's insane year. Yeah. He's gonna be the best center fielder in the sport in probably a couple of years. Yes or no? I think he will be. Luis Robert. No, mid. no, no, mid, no, mid, no. mid, 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 mid. Injury oh. prone, way too injury. He's prone. wasting his wa- He's wasting his uh, career in in Chicago. No. I heard the same thing about Joe Adele. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He, he was supposed to be the next of a, Mike of Trout. For a 4A, like yeah, player. Uh, anyone who's ever compared to Mike Trout is just there's just no way you can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, not being a Philly favorite, but. If Brandon Marsh can get a little more hitting into him, yeah. he mm. is a very high defensive defensively. Yes, to, to and if he can get that bat around, he is going to be a solid. As bad as it sounds, player. he's too pra- past like that prime of him being young enough where it's like he could still like he could definitely still figure it out. I just think if he was younger, definitely. But I think the age is starting. You never to know, though. I mean, not that. Paul Goldschmidt was ever. He's oh, always 100%. been great, but he just had the best season of his yeah, career at thirty-five. I know. He just won an MVP. He's never had a season like that. But, but look at the protection around him this year. Yeah. That, that helps. Look at the protection in, in, in Philadelphia right now. Exactly. That lineup that, is ridiculous. Yeah, March is in ninth. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, that lineup. But then again, it's it's who who's to say? Because Dave Dombrowski is a big deadline guy. Who's mm. to say? He, I could see him 
if he's mediocre, struggling, Marsh is gone, and he's he's yeah, gonna yeah. get. Not even that Marsh is gone, he might lose his spot to another guy. Yeah, because he will go out and get somebody. You put Trey Turner in center field. Bring you up could also stop. You could. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. If if you wanted to go that route, you probably could. I just can't wait to see Painter come up. I know. I've been here Andrew Painter. The dude's like. 12 years old or something. Apparently, it's supposed to be ridiculous. <laughs> Still, he's like, I think he's pitched like two minor league innings or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just uh, making that up. Last I'm, thing I'm, I'm just a hater. Wow, last thing on Marsh, I think he is just another Kevin Kiermaier. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Great <laughs> defensively. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Great defensively. Same, yo, Jackie Bradley Jr., same thing. Yeah. Although, I don't think I've ever, in my lifetime, I've never seen a better defensive outfielder than Jackie Bradley Jr. I was watching his highlights yesterday. I, dude. It's hard to disagree dude, with that. He is wa- a dog. Watching his highlight, dude. You never, I've there. never seen it. It's it's nuts. Yeah, he was crazy. Pat, I want to ask you a question really quick about the Phillies. Um, Trey Turner, what was? I mean, obviously you're happy about it, but like, what were your thoughts on that signing? Especially after coming off of a pennant. Yeah, big time. I mean, I liked it because throughout that season we struggled with getting a solid everyday shortstop. Yep. I mean, we had Gregorius who. Yeah, at times during the season he was good, but, like, he just wasn't able to find it. I mean, we bring up Stott, put him out there. You let him get his playing time. He's somewhat decent. But he I mean, not hit very well, though. I feel like at this point now, moving him to second and putting Turner at short is going to give us that stability in the lineup and also in the field with him going up the middle and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought that was awesome. Like, because I, I hate the Phillies, but I love seeing teams – like as, as I was talking about like the A's before, I love seeing teams invest in themselves. Yes. Like you just want a pennant. They the Phillies ownership could have been like, all right, we're good. We'll see yeah. what happens, but we don't need to put any more money in this team for a long time because fans are gonna love us for this. And to go out there and then spend another three hundred million dollars on a guy, I I think that's great. Yeah, because it shows they care. A little long for my liking. I think. Yeah, absolutely. The little bat, little backloaded. Uh, you're gonna have him until he's like 42, which is a little shaky, Crazy. especially a guy like that who's fast can start to wear down yeah. a little bit. Whatever. However, do you think he's gonna lead off? I don't think so. I think he's no. Two or three. I think I think Schwarber stays. Schwarber's your lead off hitter. It's gotta you be. You go Turner two, Harper three. Harper three. Well, Harper doesn't come back until probably right around the All Star yeah. break. So I mean. You go Turner two, maybe even throw Hoskins somewhere two? up. No, 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 no probably no. three. Turner two. You probably want to look right or left, right, left. You go or... Reese Hoskins. You could go. So you, you could go. Um, Schwarber, Turner, JT. Do you want him in the four hole? Yeah, still? JT could hit the three hole. You go JT three, Hoskins four. Then you're right. Cassiano's five. Then you're super right heavy. That's how they were last. That's year. where they were last year. Back right, yeah. three, four, five, or. Four, five, four, six. five, six. Asianos is an interesting topic because that's, really a, guy, a, that's a guy. Yeah, he, had a, he was hurt. He could not stay healthy, but yeah. when healthy, that guy rakes. Oh yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, he's, he's a dude. Big, yeah, big if he dog. gets healthy, he's that's it's. Cra- I mean, it's crazy to think they want they want to pen him with like. I think the guy's underperforming. Like, Nick Castellanos yeah. didn't even hit in the playoffs. Exactly. He didn't hit all year. Did yeah. He didn't hit all year. The way that they put him with defense. Yeah, I saw they that. Perfectly put him to where he was the best defender on his own path of yeah. going down on a ball to his left. Yes. Yeah. So they, they shaded him in the right center gap on purpose, like deep in the right center gap because he can't get to that ball. He's like an elite. Yeah, he's elite yeah. coming in on the ball after that. Coming into terrible. the left. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we do have a special guest who's going to call in really quick. Um, big Eagles fan. He wants to say some words before we go. we got about 20 minutes left. We'll come back in a couple minutes, talk some Super Bowl before we get out of here. Um, 
All right, well, that's kind of on the baseball stuff. You guys want to talk, say anything else baseball-wise? Go no, Sox. Back, back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Go Yanks. No. Back to the Super Bowl? No. in the wild card game, buddy. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, well, we'll come back a couple minutes. Um, the Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Vintage Flea Market features antiques, collectibles, vintage jewelry, and fashion, and so much more. The flea market hap- happens every Saturday and Sunday through April from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Berwyn Indoor and Outdoor Village Flea Market is located at 270 West Sweetsford Road in Berwyn. More information is available at phillafleamarkets.org. So it's P-H-I-L-A-F-L-E-A markets.org. Good luck trying to spell that, and uh, we'll be back. 